Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked call classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Spanish. It's just Spain Spanish. Have you ever seen a movie called Pop Star? <laughs> Never stop, stop. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> España. <laughs> I don't know how you manage to make everything anyone says about the movie Pop Star for literally every situation it's the guys in your from life. Lonely Island. <laughs> Tim Meadows is in it. <laughs> My Rudolph is in it. <laughs> Seal is in it. Justin Timberlake is in it. Who else? Who else is in it? <laughs> no, I don't want to know. <laughs> Why did you send me a, a text that says aliens are real? The government acknowledged the existence of UFOs, but they say it's probably not aliens. You seem very prepared to answer this question. Like the guy from Ancient Aliens, it's aliens. <laughs> you have to mess up your hair when you do that. <laughs> I can't even say his last name. I can't. I need to, I need to look up that guy's last name. I don't hear it enough, and I don't. I, I know exactly cable. what he looks like the second you mention him, though. Yeah, his image pops into my head because of that fucking meme. And you know, back in the day, I watched a lot of Ancient Aliens, but I don't have cable anymore. Is this going to be a really long answer about why aliens are real? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of people are like, "Oh, here they go. They're trying to distract us from something else going on." And it's like, "Okay, that could be true." And then everybody's like, "Well, okay, so they're acknowledging UFOs, but saying aliens aren't real. Does that mean that they are real?" You know, or like, okay, I, I'm good with that. You guys don't know what it is. It's probably some other country. What made just... you <laughs> write that down? That it's one of those, real. all the sci-fi movies that I've watched in my life, everything that I've read, all the games that I've played that are sci-fi. Like, it's one of those things. It's it's fun. I love the idea. But then if you think about it, if it's real, where do we go? But then you've got the government saying, well, it's not aliens. It's just people trying to spy on us. Or Yeah, I think it's... Uh... Like Stanislaw Lem aliens, like Solaris. You're not going to be able to communicate properly. Yeah, or Ad Astra. There, yeah. boy, there was nothing. Yeah, I liked that a lot. It was <laughs> really fucking slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it was I like the idea behind it. It, yeah. it was, yeah, you get, it's like this big intense moment. It's like there was nothing. Yeah, because that was uh, Terrence Malick, wasn't it? Oh, good question. Oh, good question. Not sure. Terrence Malick just, he makes the slowest movies. Lars von Trier and Terrence We Malick. saw that at the movie theater. We saw that at the movie theater and it was, you know, one where you could eat and drink. So we had a lot of food. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, okay, we'll get some cookies. And you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, it's, you know, I'm waiting for that day when we have our, you know, moment, maybe. maybe. Is there going to be an arrival? Maybe. Who yeah. knows? Is it just other countries dicking around? Maybe. Is it our country dicking around and they're saying it's other countries? Dicking? Maybe. It's no, just I, crazy. I, they're talking about it. They're they're openly talking about like they're acknowledging, yes, these things in these videos, we don't know what they are. So they're saying it's something. Yeah. It's one of those things like I want to believe in ghosts, but I can't. I can believe in aliens. Statistically, 
Gotta be. Yeah. But it's one of those things like, uh, I'm like, do I have time to worry about that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But are you worried about it? I don't know. I'm more worried about it, like, because I finished The Expanse. I'm worried about, like, a a pan-dimensional elder god kind of presence, (laughs) like, out in the universe. Like, one consciousness that will just, like, eat worlds. That's that's more (laughs) what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Other than that, I don't want to get in a spaceship. I don't even really like being on the ocean in a boat. I'm terrified of dying in the vacuum of space. Yeah. I cer- I'm not like claustrophobic per se, mm-hmm. but uh, I I think I would freak out. Anything short of like 10,000 years from now spacesuit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been using spacesuits for a while. <laughs> you know? Nobody even remembers they're not being a spacesuit. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, with the spacecraft out there we're using, shit happens. Well, when you, do, you hear like astronauts talk about like working in a spacesuit mm-hmm. and they like have to train to do it underwater. There was one that was like shorter. He had to train and get a special spacesuit made. Just because he was smaller? Moving around in those things. Like, I want agility in my spacesuit. I want fucking alien covenant space. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'd be okay. Something lets you be a little more agile. Yeah. When somebody hands me a spacesuit that has like the full Pretty much 360 view. Oh, or what about Prometheus where he's got the like the hookah? You know, he's hitting something out of the straw. That one guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If I could like, you know, get drunk in a space. (laughs) (laughs) But like it'd be funny if you have to like reach the straw. This is my fermented piece. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to fetch it with your lips, like, come here. Because it's, you know, it'd be stuck on the ceiling. You'd be like, ah, ah, just fighting inside the helmet trying to get that fucking straw. No, I mean, there's no telling. Um, but I really liked it in the Expanse how yeah. those spaces looked like they weren't going to pop. <laughs> you know, when they make mechanized suits to wear where you can like ripply around, then I'm into it. But until then, I'm not going up there with Jeff Bezos and Musky Musk. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's like going up there with Michael Fossbender for mailing. <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I picture all those tech guys. What are you doing, David? Riding around in a circle, <laughs> shooting baskets. <laughs> and I mean, we just watched Armageddon, so watch out for those asteroids, you, you know? I've been thinking about Armageddon too much for how much I didn't like the, <laughs> most of the movie. Oh. I, I like the experience of watching it and then doing this, but all in all, like, bad taste in my mouth. I need Michael Bay to make it up to me. So, Did you like Gravity with Sandra Bullock? I just didn't feel like it at the time. It wasn't, it wasn't... <laughs> Completely understandable. It wasn't sci-fi enough for me. See, I'm so hungry for it. Sometimes it was out at the movie theaters. I was like, let's go see it. I want Space Boogeyman. Space Boogeyman? Yeah, I want aliens to be real. I at least want them to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming for uh, Witches in the Woods. With aliens. <laughs> Are there aliens? I was kind of hoping in uh, Armageddon that one was going to jump out at the last minute. And I was like, let's just throw the fucking sink in there, too. <laughs> We're tearing this fucking house down. What'd you watch this week? I watched uh, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> a bunch of bullshit? That fucking game show <laughs> that Kelly was watching when you left last week. Oh, the bullshit. Yeah, I just sat there and watched that. I finished that season out, and then <laughs> I almost thought about going back and watching the couple episodes that I didn't that you see. Missed. It's like the most well-constructed game show ever, and Howie Mandel nailed it. It's good. <sighs> Howie Mandel. It's a trivia show, which I like trivia. I and walked in and said, is this a deal people. or no deal? <laughs> <laughs> Open the suitcase. Fucking Howie Mandel, when I was a little kid, with Bobby's World, made it so I never flushed the toilet with it open, ever. At the end of Bobby's World, they have those like little public service announcements. That's right. From germaphobe uh-huh. Howie Mandel, we didn't know was a germaphobe at the time. <laughs> and he was like, never flush the toilet with it open or your toothbrush will get poop all over it. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? 
It's pretty specific. And for Bobby. the rest of my life, I'm like, nope, particles. <laughs> no, uh, did you ever see Walk Like a Man? Yeah, a oh. long time ago. Did you ever see Sea Monkeys, bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds familiar. It was on CBS. It was Howie Mandel's show where mm-hmm. he put a rubber glove on his head, blown up, and it was like him and two other guys with Dude, rubber that gloves sounds on so their familiar. heads. It was like a children's show. It was that like sounds Pee-wee, so familiar. Pee-wee's Playhouse kind of. Wow. Level children's show. No. Little Monsters? Was that it? I love Little Monsters. Fred Savage. Yeah, that's a classic. Little Monsters is You gotta good. show that one to your kid, for sure. It, yeah, it'll be there. Yeah. It'll be there. I've got a list. It's not gonna be as... I had this whole thing... You know, it'll be like, back when, when I was a kid, there was this guy... And Fred Savage, the Wizard, the Wizard, man, uh-huh. yeah, that one, that one was a good one. This is my probably my first road trip movie. Flight of the Navigator kind of counts, I guess. Ooh, was he Flight of the? I don't think he was Flight of the Navigator. No, no, I mean Flight of the Navigator, just because it's almost a road trip movie. It's a spaceship, spaceship road trip, movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that little that, creature, that fucking movie traumatized me when I was a kid. Man. I love that movie. That opening scene where he like goes out into the woods and then he comes back yes. and his parents are old, old, scared the shit out of me when I was. As a kid if you think about it that's deep especially for a kid that age but sometimes i mention that to people and they're like i don't even remember that how could you not remember that this is the only thing that really stuck out about that movie was i was like what the fuck and at the end isn't that how things come back around he comes out of the woods again yeah and it's it's all fine which is great that that's hardcore good little kid storytelling no that adventure i watched that movie i got excited when that movie was on oh yeah me too that was a good one yeah because that was like right in between like my grandmother was like oh you gotta watch that darn cat we're old enough now it is a classic right? that darn cat or flight of the navigator flight of the navigator <laughs> is for sure flight of the navigator that darn cat has gone the way of dick van dyke you're like do you think a fucking 18 <laughs> year old right now knows who fucking dick van dyke is yeah he was on diagnosis murder Dick Van Dyke, he's still going, 94 years old. Fucking awesome. Other than that, this week I've watched uh, I watched the end of the tour and had an emotional reaction because I'm also reading Infinite Jest for the first time. It's one of those books that people nod like they've, oh yeah, I'm not going to say I read it, but <laughs> I'm going to say I know what that is. It's but I thick. also know it's a really thick It's book. thick. I'm, I'm looking yeah. at it. It's but people huge. had told me like when I was in college that the book was... Uh, pretentious and hard to follow and dense and it's long <laughs> but i'm not having trouble understanding any of it like i don't know what everybody's fucking big just describing that book was a huge that's what she said moment <laughs> several that's what she said but i'd watched his like commencement speech mm-hmm. and i thought jason siegel did a really good job playing him great movie i have not read that book i We'll never read that book. You don't have time for no. any of that shit. Um, that's what I've watched less TV this week. I finished The Expanse, like I said, and then uh, went back to watching The Expanse. I just didn't like the influence the show was having on the way I pictured people in books I'd been reading for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I know it's going to drop off early, which is a bummer. But it dro- it ends at the end of a book. Each book kind of functions as a story. So it'll be fine. I like the show. But man, the books were fucking amazing. And then I've watched Batman Hush, which I hated the way it was fucking animated. <laughs> it was like an anime. Yeah. But it is one of my favorite comic books of all time. So one of my favorite Batman story arcs. It was a good cartoon. Catwoman and Batman. Fuck. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> How does he get his dick out of the bat well, He suit. reveals he's Bruce Wayne to her. Lots of spoilers. He reveals his... For this 20... 20- eight-year-old comic book he he reveals his bruce wayne to her his bruce wang bruce wang (laughs) he he showed her her little edward that's a deep cut sort of uh 
<laughs> he wasn't shimmering in that movie though. I probably wouldn't be good if Batman shimmered. <laughs> or if like he he thought Catwoman smelled. He he makes his face in the first. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> what's that look on his face it's like the smell is just oh, jingle bells uh yeah i'm still waiting for robin to lay an egg and something i still need to watch the batman myself it's on it's you still haven't fucking watched it i'm waiting for the wifey to find the time that she can come i want to do it in yeah. a solid watch i, I want to do a watch through i guess so. that's what's good about this podcast is i don't want it to be too like timely Mm-hmm. So you can go back and listen to these episodes and they're about stuff because people find things on streaming all the time. That browsing gets out of hand. Yeah. And some of the best things I found at the video store were just super old and buried and dusty and still on VHS. The catalog. Yeah. <laughs> the catalog. Every now and then, I think I found a couple movies, really random movies that we didn't have the case display case for anymore. Mm-hmm. But like I'd be going through the movies on the wall in the back. The one I worked at, you brought the case to the guy and he gave you the one back with the. Oh, OK. Like we had the wall of movies yes, behind us, yes. you know, that were numbered. And I got really fast at typing them into <laughs> DOS. <laughs> <laughs> And that doesn't date me at all. It was like 2008, and he's still using a fucking DOS computer. Oh, even at corporate Hollywood, you know, we had that that printer. Oh yeah, with the fucking things, the perforated edges. Yeah, you can rip them off. Oh no, we still. And so, a copy of American Psycho that I bought on DVD from there. We had that too. You had we you had to sign for the movie every time. Yeah, at ours. No, that was the deal. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I wide half a page receipt. The American Psycho DVD that I bought because I was like, it's so cheap. I'm going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saved my receipt inside. So I have my Hollywood receipt from buying American Psycho 10 years after it came out. I have one blockbuster video that I didn't return. Sadly, it was The Believer, which I didn't really want to watch again. (laughs) Wait, Martin Sheen? No. No, with uh, Ryan Gosling as a Jewish Nazi. Oh, you I'm, told me to watch that movie. I'm thinking, <laughs> of, and I was thinking the believers. I believe. No, no, no. Yeah, the the believer, Jewish kid who grows up to be a skinhead, and it's oh. Ryan Gosling. And I told you to watch it. You told me to watch it. <laughs> you know, it's. I don't think I got around to watching it. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, not at all. You, I, I swear to God, when we were like younger, you were like, "Dude, you got to watch this movie." Like, have you heard about this Jewish Nazi movie? <laughs> With fucking Ryan Gosling? This was like before anyone knew who Ryan Gosling was. Yeah. Back when he had the United States of Leland. Pretty fucking crazy. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Ryan Gosling's career started off weird. Stay with Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts. You remember that? I don't think I remember that. I remember I fell asleep in the theater and I had to watch it when it came out on No, man, that's my bad. I feel feel like I might not have made it around to that one. But that's all I really watched this week. You're excited about the uh, Predator prequel? Yeah, I had no idea certain things were happening. I didn't know that there was a Predator prequel called Prey. I haven't seen the trailer for it. It's it? a Hulu original uh, coming out August 5th. It's a prequel to Predator. I watched the trailer and I got super excited. And because it's August 5th. What is it about? Like, what's the uh, that's The, the trailer's of kind it? of vague, but there's definitely. If it's supposed to be before Schwarzenegger? That's what I'm assuming. And I made the choice not to read articles about it. I don't want to know what's coming. Well, literally anything could come before the first Predator That's movie. what I'm saying. <laughs> and, you know, prequels were such a big thing there. For them to do a prequel now, 
Yeah. I, I, I can almost appreciate that. I never really got into the Predator lore. The alien lore I got real into when I was a kid. I used to buy those like grocery store fucking alien. Yeah. Um, Eckerd's Pharmacy. Yeah. I got one that was, uh, it was like a guy and he was like trying to make a symphony of alien screams. I Were they really weird comics? Yeah. Like the were... aliens had. No, they, it, this was like a book. Like a novelization, oh. and it like had uh, it was like more alien lore. That Mine was like were more canon. comic-y what I would get, but they weren't like a real comic. Yeah, I know Alien and Predator like crossed over and were together for a little while. I thought I was so cool for having them because nobody else had them. And I was like, I got them from Eckerd's. <laughs> oh, the comics? <laughs> yeah, but I read they, a lot of the comics, but they weren't the comic. It was this weird off-brand. Like, oh, that's weird. I didn't collect X Men cards. I collected these cards that. Oh, you've told they, me about this. There's some other superheroes. They like were made up similar just to for the X-Men. Cards. Yeah. That's so weird. It was, I'm going to find them. I'll show them to you sometime. Yeah. It was a whole set of, of characters that were just, they were similar to the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> this was not, this is not the X-Men. Oh, I have like the 92 Fleer Ultra entire X-Men set. The whole thing. It's not worth shit. I look back on it, all those things at that store. It was a dollar store for kids for toys. It was the off-brands. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was the off-brands. Uh, there isn't even an Eckerd anymore. No, they're gone. Because they turned into CVS, right? Mm-hmm. Weird. The first time I saw CVS was where the Eckerd used to be, and I was like, ah. I hadn't seen any of that shit when I moved down here. I was like, where the fuck's the right aid? Yeah, and then the boys. The boys. Season three, June 3rd. Amazon. Which will Amazon. be a week ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is fine. Because it'll be pretty fresh. I can't wait. I'm stoked. Especially because I wanted more Peacemaker once Peacemaker was over. Mm. It's like, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. The Boys does it for me. The Boys is not the same as Peacemaker. You gotta no. watch Peacemaker. I haven't. I haven't. No equivalency. I'm excited about Umbrella Academy, too. <sighs> I had to stop. Really? I liked it. Good time travel. Yeah, good time travel. Where does it end? Oh, I don't know where it ends. <laughs> where does it end? As long as I'm still enjoying it, it's fine. And as long yeah. as I didn't think it ended yet. As long as you're happy. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. I watched uh, season two of Russian Doll after I talked so much shit. It was great. <laughs> it's fucking great. I like admitting that I'm fucking wrong. Like, I really... You're I, putting I, in that asterisk yeah, right there. I went and did it. Yeah, asterisk. Scott talked shit about making a second season of Russian Doll because the story was over, and it was great. It didn't need it to happen, but I liked it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good Good time travel. Different kind of time travel than the first season. Well played. See, Natasha Leon. part of and... me that wants to say, oh, a different kind of time travel. <laughs> yeah. The producer's uh, Amy Poehler. That's part of my uh, Hollywood saving movie theory. I feel as if the house in Umbrella Academy is the house from... Uh, the one about the family that's in the house that's all... Hill House? Hill, yeah, the Haunting of Hill House. Because they live in that giant fucking weird if mansion. If you look at the layout of that set... Oh, it might have been. No, and that's the thing. From that to that, and then there was even another Netflix movie that I watched. And I swear it was the same set. They just changed it up enough. You know, they can shuffle some columns around, add some stairs, take some stairs away. Yeah, you're probably right. It yeah. was just... It was right there in front of my face, though, and I just happened to be watching all of these back to back to back, and I couldn't get it out of my head. That makes me feel good, though. Sometimes, uh, like, they'll break down a spaceship after a Star Trek series Mm -hmm. ends, and that thing gets destroyed, (laughs) and you're just like, the fucking Enterprise is gone, (laughs) you know? Or like how they had to rebuild the Millennium Falcon and all that shit. It really bums me out when they do that. Weren't they selling one of the fucking uh, Raptors from Battlestar Galactica? I've seen a Raptor for sale. I've seen a Viper for sale. I put I've that seen shit in my backyard and just sale. fucking get just hang out in that. Yeah, and like they're big. Clubhouse. Some of them are big. It's like 
it's the ones they had in the hangar, I'm assuming, based on the dimensions that I read. That's badass. Yeah. So they made it that long. Somebody held on. Didn't you tell me that Katie Sackhoff has one? Sugar flight suit home was what I read. Oh, okay. It was the last day of shooting. She like put her flight suit on and got uh-huh. her car and drove home. Uh, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I got Olympia an autographed Battlestar ornament. I went ahead and I got an autographed season one for myself on DVD. Oh, when I sent you the things she was doing, the autographs and stuff? I did it. Oh, you did it. You didn't tell me that. That's I awesome. I did it. Oh, I never told you that? No, you never told me. I wanted something cool from Battlestar that was nice. I think she was doing that to get money for Michael Hogan. Colonel Ty. He fell down and hit his head and needed some sort of surgery. And And it felt really good to get stuff from her. And, you know, I saw her at that one thing downtown and she seemed really nice. Yeah, yeah. And then Fred Ward died. Fred Ward. I'm going to have to watch Tremors because, man, it's so good. My top three were Tremors, The Right Stuff. And the adventures of Remo Williams. Yeah, and then he was in the first ever NC-17 movie. You told... That's... Yeah. Wow. Can't remember the name of it now. Not a memorable thing. There's lots of boning in it, though. So. Lots of boning. I, I remember being one of those things where they, like, lobbied for it mm-hmm. for the movie and then used it as a marketing thing. Like, there's, a, like, <laughs> we're going to be fucking in this movie. It's erotic thriller. <laughs> the quality... <laughs> but you know how I love an erotic thriller. I'm going to watch that Ben Affleck one any day now. I mean, made my wife watch uh, Knocked Up, or Knock Knock, and uh, <laughs> she'll never fucking let me live that down. And um, it was, I liked it. <laughs> and that's Eli Roth's chicken, that, right? And Anna Diarmas and yeah. Keanu Reeves. And it's a remake, apparently. Stop. <laughs> you know. No, it's not a great movie, but I kind of like it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's up there with the special. <laughs> would that have happened if his house wasn't that nice? No, probably not. <laughs> it's where a nice sweater house wearing you. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I'm just trying to be in this I'm just office. Just trying to wear this Mr. Rogers sweater and hang out. It's the first time I've been alone in six years. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. Knock, it was an knock. all right movie. Knock, knock is not knocked up. <laughs> yes, it's not. Don't make your wife watch it and tell her it's a Judd Apatow movie. <laughs> I didn't do that. But, but yeah, Fred Ward is dead. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's how, that's how our, our brain gets off track. Yeah. But I do want to watch Tremors again at some point. I no, Tremors been is a good while. one. Okay, so and if you listen to this and you're thinking, oh, I want to rewatch Tremors too. Tremors well, too? Tremors as well. As well. I'd rewatch Tremors too. Right. All right, writer guy. Was that Fred, the, Fred Ward's in Tremors too. Was that the flying ones or was that three? Uh, three is the flying one. Two is just where they're walking. They start walking. The around. waddlers. Yeah, the little like uh chickens. Is that the one where he recruits the guy and they have to drive around the remote? Yeah, it's like another guy to. Annoy they go to him. Mexico. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's the old they playmate get hired to kill Tremors because he's the ultimate Tremor killer. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon's off with this girl somewhere. Uh, yeah, because he made all the money off the graboids. Graboids. That's what they're called. Oh yeah. Graboids. That's right. In the first one, one of the big things, I think TikTok or somewhere, the opening credits, Kevin Bacon is hammering this nail into a fence post. <laughs> he fucking misses. <laughs> Oh, I remember it clearly. Yeah. 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 So if you're watching, check out Kevin Bacon missing missing a nail with a hammer. Tremors is worth rewatch. Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Also good in it. Oh yeah, Reba. And and the uh, three ninjas grandpa. They got them guns. <laughs> it is <sighs> And the the dad from Family Ties. You never know who you're gonna find in a small town. <laughs> It was a good small town. Anyway, yeah, Tremors is good. Go watch Tremors someday again someday. They're all worth watching. There's a series with Christopher Lloyd on Sci-Fi Channel. Well, no, they kept going with what's his name. Well, yeah, they did that up to like four, maybe no, six man, six. Or One something. of them is like 
Tremors Ice Age. At some point, 2000s? They did a, a Tremors the series. On, one season on Sci-Fi Channel, Christopher Lloyd was in it. And uh, nobody's seen it but me. No. I've never talked to anyone else. I don't know if I've ever show. heard of that. And I, Christopher Lloyd, huh? Christopher Lloyd's in it, yeah. And then they shot a pilot for a new Tremors series with Kevin Bacon, and the pilot didn't make it. Oh. Like, the network passed on it, and I think it just died, which is kind of a bummer. He's busy doing weird horror movies. Well, well uh, in honor of Fred Ward... Make the fucking Tremors series with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Make that Whatever happen. channel was going to do that. Sci-fi channel, you got, that, got a hit now? Resident Alien. You better get another one before this one fucking ends. Because you're not very good at keeping up with that shit. Reach out to Kevin Bacon. I feel like Battlestar ended and they just have been missing left and right. I never watched we'll Warehouse 13. Warehouse 13 was... it. I started it once or twice. It didn't grasp. Did you ever see uh, Friday the 13th, the series that had nothing to do with nope. Jason? No. Nope. It was like a an antique store and all the items were cursed in some way. Oh, and so each shit. one was like a thing. And that's exactly what Warehouse 13 was. I feel as if that's exactly what you told me 10 years ago or whenever that came out. Made like the show Eureka. That quality. You've described it to me the same way you did years ago. Yeah. So you're sticking to it. <laughs> that makes sense. Perfect sense. I had strong feelings. I watched the entire thing. <laughs> Well, I, good thing is the movie that we watched had a runtime of 81 minutes. It did have a runtime of 81 minutes, which I really appreciated because uh, this was not my favorite movie. <laughs> no, no. Uh, handheld movies, found footage, it's its its an acquired taste. Frank loves handheld found footage movies. He I will seeks them out. He'll watch all of them. its He just wants to blanket cover every single one. The cool thing is you can do that. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. He did one. <laughs> Big he foot. did the Bigfoot, and that and that is in my. There were several Bigfoot ones. That's one. The that's a good one, and there's another one I could not find the name of it. There was one that was scarier. It was like a horror movie, a Bigfoot one. Yes. Oh, cool. And I'd I mean, it that. was creepy as fuck. And yeah. I think they made it take place in Texas. Well, here's the deal with the found footage thing. This kind of found footage movie, we're in a fucking room, mm -hmm. one room, like a really small apartment, and there's like a shot on a subway. They were in the apartment the whole time. And while this is classified as a found footage, it, I, I'd have to I say, mean, it's a paranormal investigation. They it's don't like actually a, find, it's not in the, the literal sense found footage. Yeah. It's, it's a, just handheld documentary style. But I mean, same, same, you it know, goes under in the genre. You Google it, you IMDb it, found footage movies pop up. That's the category it's falling into and i have seen a ton of them give give us a summary real quick and then i'll tell you all the things i am confused about 2012 directed by carlin torrens <laughs> um uh written by rodrigo cortez uh who's best known in the states for directing buried starring ryan reynolds and writing and directing red lights uh robert de niro robert de niro yeah yeah it's all right I, I didn't. I didn't buried see was Red, good though. Buried and see, I feel like I've seen Buried, but I know that I haven't seen Red Lights. I remember Alamo Drafthouse did a thing where you could like get buried in a coffin, and if you made it through the movie, they'd give you your money back. Shut up. Yeah, I'd do it totally. How deep they gonna bury you? You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> like Dave Chappelle when he was, <laughs> you know, crackhead on Fear Factor. Oh, he yeah. just sleeps in the, in the in the bed of bugs and shit. He's like, I'm just gonna take me a nap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it. I would have done it. Do they feed you down there? That's what I want to know. Yeah, do you can still you, get to have dinner with the movie. Yeah, the can coffin? you get some pizza or like a burger squeezed in through a hole somewhere? <laughs> I want some queso. Damn it. Yeah. Could you? Could I have another beer? <laughs> well, in this movie, Apartment One Forty Three, currently streaming on Amazon, it's a team of parapsychologists. They conduct an investigation involving a family living in Apartment One Forty Three. It's an unemployed widower, Alan, 
played by Kai Lennox, and his young son, played by Damian Roman, and teenage daughter, played by Gia Mantegna. The investigators are played by Rick Gonzalez, Michael O'Keefe, and Fiona Glascott. Basically, the dad moves his kids after losing his wife, and the strange occurrence follows them from the old house. Into the shittiest apartment ever. It's horrible. And what was he? He was an agricultural engineer? Yeah, I don't even know. There we go. He's an agricultural... That's not even looking at my notes. I love <laughs> the handheld movie. Bad ones I will turn off. There's plenty of bad ones. I have some good ones we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh-huh. I didn't want to dip into the bad ones too much. Yeah, I know. Um, There's a lot of bad ones. And something really weird that I noticed while I was looking up some of the ones that I'd seen before. But I like them when they're in the woods. Not so much in a house. Uh, there's There's been some good ones. Session 9, was that what it was called? Uh, the Renee Zellweger? No, uh, the one where they're like renovating the mental hospital. Mm. Uh, so that's that's Session several of something. them. <laughs> um, oh, okay. there is one, the quiet ones. Did you ever see the quiet ones? No, the quiet ones is a pretty good one. You've and been seeking them out for a long time. You used to call me all the time, and be like, "I saw another found footage movie." My thing is, if you're in a dark enough room and it's late enough, I mean, it's it's just it's one of the things that really scares me. You watch the big budget scary movies. There's some jumps. The shit's not that dark. Some of these get dark. Yeah. Um. This one wasn't the darkest. It had some good what we talked the jump scares. If you're in the dark and you allow yourself to. It never got me. It never, never got, got, you? got me once. The daughter with the white eyes it's was like the creepiest shit. thing in the movie. And yeah. She did pretty good and the thing about their jump scares is in some movies they try and disguise it if you watch enough of them you know when it's coming they're looking in the bathroom mirror they open the medicine cabinet yeah close it the most common is it's there oh but people how many years now no it's not there it's when they turn it's there or they even walk downstairs oh i see what you're saying you know they'd use this they use like a slightly different technique to oh you thought you had us but you didn't but then we got you anyway yeah so what this one to me did was it was the obvious scare most of the time. Some of them looked really bad. It was like they tried to get you with a jump scare, but then they didn't get me. Mm-hmm. And then the special effect looked so fucking bad that I when was the like, strobe lights in the living room. Yeah, that was the worst one. In the in the, the, the that was the really bad. You one. knew that it was going to happen, and you knew that it was going to be center screen, and it was tense for the lead up to it. But mm-hmm. then when it, I was like, oh kind of deflated but like you're saying when the little girl pops up at one point and she's just fucking standing there in the doorway with the white eyes yeah but i got a little more of a like all right now we're getting somewhere (laughs) you know and the thing was with the activity that's going on in the apartment it starts right at the beginning as soon as they walk in the fucking apartment they're doing a sound check if fucking wall starts shaking yeah and you had told me there was a guy from caddyshack in it and i was just like i can't i don't so yeah let's jump to the cast for a minute Uh, his name is michael o'keefe he was fucking once i saw him i was like oh the main guy from caddyshack the younger kid his his name in caddyshack was danny noonan yeah well that was the (laughs) thing was like i was looking for somebody from caddyshack you were looking for like a fucking bill murray grown-ass man and yeah no it's it's the younger guy who gets the chick knocked up and they have big plans yeah i i I remember chevy chase with the no 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 i love caddyshack Caddyshack's the shit. It's all she wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love you, Bill Murray. Someday Um, you need to watch the movie about the guy who did National Lampoon. Oh, the whole thing? Yeah. I've seen some documentaries on on them. Oh, it's not a documentary. They made a movie for Netflix, and somebody plays everybody in it. Oh. With uh, Will Forte. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking great. Oh, that fucking sounds amazing. Here, let me look it up real quick. Just there you go. I hate not saying what it is. Well, yeah. So Michael O'Keefe, Danny Noonan <laughs> from Caddyshack. I'd watch Michael Clayton. He was in Michael Clayton randomly. One of the movies I just watched to go to sleep to recently. He's in that. I could watch that again. 
It was good. It was a pretty good movie. I like Michael Clayton. It's fine. Man, I, I think I saw that once. I feel like I own that movie. Really? I think I That's might. a random one to own. Uh, so the National Lampoon movie is called uh, A Futile and Stupid Gesture. I've seen that. I've seen the thing. Yeah, you should watch it. It's really good. It's, okay. It's not as like laugh out loud funny as I thought it was, but it's, it's a funny story. And okay. everyone in it's really good. They get somebody to play Bill Murray in it, which was really weird. No shit. Yeah, I forget his name, but you'll recognize him. Does he do a good job? Yeah, he does an excellent job. Cool. Yeah, everybody in it did a great job. If you're going to fucking play Bill Murray, like you should be able to do it if you're going to try. Yeah, and then what's his name? The guy with the mustache who was uh, Leon and Roseanne. He plays him at, when he's older, telling the story. Wait, was that, <laughs> is that fucking Michael O'Keefe? No, no. Was Michael O'Keefe in Roseanne? Oh, I don't know. That's a, You'd have to look that up. Oh, shit. Did we just do some weird thing? Oh, man. Now I kind of want to run it down and find out. That's Mark weird. Mark Mull. Is who I'm talking about. Oh, that. <laughs> okay. He was her boss in Roseanne. There you go. I fast forwarded to the diner days, maybe, in Roseanne, when her and Jackie worked at the diner. Isn't, Isn't the he thing? their boss at the diner? Danny O'Keefe. <gasps> no, no, Michael Mull is their, their boss at the diner. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Roseanne's he's Leon. So... He's the gay guy. Her, her gay friend, which was real progressive for Roseanne at the time. Roseanne was a badass at the time. Fast forward on that I one. I mean, sometimes you... Take Ambien and you become a crazy old lady that started her career with a brain injury. So I don't know. I don't know. And fucking married Tom Arnold at one point. Tom Kinda Arnold awesome. married her. Stupids is underrated, bro. What's the one with Rick Moranis where he was the bully? Oh. His God, name? you're running us into corners again. I know. Sorry, I'm getting out there. <laughs> fucking Tom Arnold. <laughs> uh, he was in Soul Plane. So Michael O'Keefe was in Roseanne. Holy shit. He appeared in 35 episodes. He was of somebody big. I think he was Jackie's he's one love time, interest. He's Jackie's ex husband. Fucking. I, I pulled Holy it out fuck. of my fucking ass, dude. That's so weird. I pulled it out of my ass. I, yeah, okay. He's got a fucking goatee, mustache and goatee combo. Yeah. Son of a bitch, man. That just randomly happened. Wow. But I knew you once we started talking it. about hey, it. That's why I don't recognize him. He looked nothing like that in this movie. Well, he still had hair in Roseanne, right? Yeah. A little. Is it the weird island? I feel like, like he I has have? hair plugs now. Is it what I call the island? You know, my island? The island of hair on your forehead? Well, what's his name? Rob Cordery? <laughs> on on your five head? <laughs> I, I sometimes I compare my hair to what Bill Murray's looked like in Kingpin during the, the, the final. It's it's not that bad, but I feel like that's where it's going. <laughs> anyway, let's not I feel fucking like talk about my hair. Shit. Let's not talk about my hair. I hated on yeah. dudes for man buns with but man buns for years, and now I have a man bun. Honestly, so. the most recognizable person in this fucking movie is Rick Gonzalez, though. It's like so, he was the the one I recognized immediately. And then Kai Lennox, I was like, I know who that He's guy is. He's been in but some I shit. Don't, I had to look him up to but find But from it. what? And what were I didn't everything? Look, he He's was. a police procedural dude. Mm. Definitely in Castle. All the way back to NYPD Blue, Law and Order, 90s police procedural guy, victim or murderer or something. Always that same kind of. Yeah. Okay. So it all comes back Rick Gonzalez. to Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it does. In Rick Gonzalez, right? I'm, you know, we didn't talk about that before. You know, we started talking tonight. Rick there, Gonzalez. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, yeah. It's hard for us like to I, talk pre-record, not to talk pre-recording. <laughs> yeah, especially when he comes in. But I'm Rick just Gonzalez not was a. Uh, he was Spanish and old school. He was in Coach Carter, Biker Boys. I don't know if you ever watched Biker Boys back in the day. Yeah, he was in Lie to Me, Green Arrow for some TV. Rick Gonzalez was also in Castle. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> 
All of them. They make the circuit, man. You, you got to make the circuit. You, you with your Nathan Fillion thing, or? and then I feel like you talked about Na- Castle yeah. a lot. And I, I do, so, which is funny because Castle's not that good. It's really not that good at all. I've seen maybe two episodes my yeah. whole life. Yeah, it's just comfort. Comfort. comfort TV? Yeah, comfort TV. Like the way I do The Office? It's simple, police procedural. I know I can figure out who the murderer is before they do. Every time. The original Not... CSI series? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> but that's that's what good writing is. Is yeah, you got to let your audience figure it out just before they do. We really don't want to be surprised. What we want to do is figure it out before these dumb fucks. You know? <laughs> yeah. But this movie was all over the place, though. It really was. You know, those are probably the two, two biggest names in the movie. Michael O'Keefe, Rick, Rick Gonzalez, and Kai Lennox are kind of a tie. Well, I bet they're all on the same level, really. Just Michael O'Keefe's yeah, a little bit older. Sure, for sure. He's just older. Yeah. <laughs> but like when they showed up, I was like, why is this guy wearing a suit? And then Rick Gonzalez and this blonde Irish woman are just like... Cash. In the beginning of it, didn't she call her... Or he like introduced her as the... The secretary. The secretary. Was that what it was? He was being playful because she was obviously I more than he, a secretary. See, I missed because it seemed like an out of context like thing to say. I thought he was saying that she was like the window or some sort of medium or something like that. And then that never came about. Didn't Rick Gonzalez try to kiss her at one point? And there was like they alluded to that and then never came back to it. But that was enough to show you that there was something there. Because of that and because the guy who wrote this has written really good movies i almost think this movie got cut up and i did feel like it was a little over edited for a handheld found footage movie the choppiness there it was the 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 like action sequences mm-hmm. like there was a little too much editing and a little kind of what i like about a found footage movie is you're sort of trapped in that camera you mm-hmm. don't have any control over where it's gonna go or anything like that and when they cut a lot during those moments then the jump scare would come i'd miss it like, so see you know it, it didn't hit me as hard because i've seen more than you and so have you seen a lot of them where they have mounted cameras like that because there are a ton of them with that mounted camera aspect well it wasn't even the jump around thing it was that there were times during action sequences where the same camera was edited it was still in the same person's hand uh-huh but there was a cut and you could see the cut and mm-hmm. it was the same camera and it was so outside of a running or physical like it, thing it was like in the middle of a like a, things are banging around and pictures are falling off walls because and... that's one thing about those movies is sometimes when people are running it's almost like you believe the shock stops the record for a second you know that's another one of those little techniques yeah thing. but it was too clean you're saying even more than that it was that. a little too clean okay yeah. okay yeah another thing that was weird was this was a spanish movie that had a spanish title attached to it because the spanish title was emergo emergo well, and which I looked up and it means uh, it means I emerge. Well, and he, better title than apartment. The director was born in Spain. It said it was released mostly in Spain. Released mostly in Spain. Yeah, like it's it's early release was in Spain. It's and, all in English, which is weird, though, because you've got what do we say two actual Spanish actors? One or yeah, two. The daughter may have been Spanish and the daughter may have she been had a, a perfect third. American accent. And well, and I feel as if his dad may have been. I didn't. Look, his, his dad kind of talked like an old New York Jewish guy. So, but the the sensitive, the psychic, yeah, you could say it was one of those times. He where was, was the one like, who had Spanish acting credits, and he had a Spanish accent, a Spain Spanish accent. Because we're in Texas, I was like, I don't know what that accent is. It's a little too uninfluenced, but it sounded Spanish to me mm. by like you know mixing of other cultures. That director was born the same year we were. Oh, that's weird. He's our age. Um, one of the films that I saw that he directed was a short called Coming to Town, and it looked like a horror Santa movie. Oh, I, I'd be into that. Uh, it's 18 minutes long. Did you long. ever see uh, Santa's sleigh with Goldberg? 
No. <laughs> no. We might have to do that one at Christmas. Uh, like, in the beginning oh, hold on. of it, he kills Fran Drescher in a very brutal way. Is this Goldberg the wrestler? Or Goldberg yes. <laughs> or Goldberg from Mighty Ducks? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking cake eater. <laughs> You said Goldberg, and I'm like, okay, the one year I watched wrestling, Goldberg was the shit. And then, but I'm also a Mighty Ducks guy, so I'm like, well, wait, are we talking goalie here? <laughs> are we fucking, is it something with food? <laughs> like, no. Oh, man. And uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that. Fucking I'm going to write that down. The amount of like, jargon the paranormal investigators used mm -hmm. was obscene so much fucking jargon just describing the situation or their equipment their or... equipment and stuff like that and then it dropped back to this total casual no big words conversation but they'd say it and you almost felt like the actor was this really the fucking word for it speaking of that at one point they tried to cleanse the whatever's happening in the apartment by using this thing they called like a something transistor or something is that they plugged in the thing that uh, just why did they blow Blur that out. Why was it blurred out? Because I was thinking, oh, the spirit, or not spirit. Do you think whatever. that they just used some weird equipment that they had laying around? And they were like, that's clearly not whatever we're trying to sell this thing as. So they had to think of something just to fuck yeah, with it us? Blurred out. It had a logo on it or something. Well, and that's the thing. I thought, oh, maybe it's blurred out because it's turned on and whatever it's trying to get out is fucking hating it. And I was thinking, well, once they unplug it, it won't be blurred. Yeah. And no, then they unplug it and it's still blurred out. Did you also feel like they lost the use of the child actor? And that's why they got rid of him? <laughs> it's, okay, so the mom's dead. They, and, they've alluded to this. Also, I'd like to point out that that kid was the best actor in the movie. He did good. The little kid was really good. And he said some creepy shit. But they really didn't do any little kid creepy shit. And shit goes on in the apartment, but real, I, I guess it's a halfway halfway through the 81-minute movie. Yeah, I felt like they lost. So they got they rid of the like, young kid. This is all the days we have with this mm -hmm. kid. So that leaves the dad with the daughter who's such a dick to her dad. Was he her stepfather? And then the mom died? And then, but no. He, he was he, like, that's my daughter! Like, yeah. later on in the movie. One of the questions that I have is... I thought that at some point they were going to be like, he sexually assaulted the daughter. Well, that too, because they, one of the ghosts or ghosts, ghosts. quotation marks again, was like trying to go up her tennis skirt that she was sleeping in. Uh-huh. Why was And she they're observing this on the camera and the professor's like, no. He was don't like, go don't in there. leave the room. We have to we have to see what happens yeah, is what he he's going to do. thought that the entity itself was like a projection from one of the people in the house. Psychokinesis. Psychokinesis. I wrote it down, too, because I was like, what the fuck? Phantasmogenesis was another word that they used. Oh, really? Yes. I wanted I, I should have looked that up. So they never acknowledged because at one point when who is it? Is the daughter possessed at one point when she's like, Don't take your hands off of her? They'll she says something about what you did to her. Yeah, and I thought that and she I feel, was supposed to be like channeling the mother at that point. Yeah, and saying stay away from the daughter, even yeah. though it's coming from the daughter. So why was the mother ghost trying to keep your hands off her yeah but why was she trying to lift her skirt up while she was sleeping <laughs> exactly no 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 so i feel like the script maybe had a lot of that stuff in it and it got lost somewhere. some of the backstory some filler yes yeah, you know it's missing some of the body and also the only location was in uh, the apartment i don't know why they called it apartment 143 because they were very clear about how this is not a haunted apartment it's followed. They you. mentioned that it followed from the house that they left. Yeah. So a lot of tropes of things like that, that's paranormal activity right there. Yeah. And 
almost one of the biggest things that I didn't expect. The professor, when he's sitting down talking to the dad, he said, there's no such thing as spirits. This- yeah. And then he went on to tell him about like the difference between a poltergeist. And, and I was like, so whatever you just said is, is invalidated by the next things you said. And I mean, shit is going on in this movie. Things are flying across the room. They're yeah, and they got down things. to it pretty quickly, too. And it, like they got, just as like, soon as they walk in the door, the fucking apartment starts like banging. And this professor seems to have his shit together, but he's telling him, but don't worry, it's not ghosts. Like someone is projecting the psych- project manifesting manifesting phantasmogenesis psychokinesis yeah that is yeah. tuna sandwich no <laughs> <laughs> uh i was uh, speaking of tuna sandwich the first time after the sensitive picks up the spirit or whatever and she's doing crazy shit and floating flying around then there's just that real silent scene where they're all eating at the table and this is after the the spanish psychic guy was pretty good he was. He's pretty good. And that's when you got the first flash of the wide eyes. I mean, it was no Archive 81 with that lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, Archive 81 was straight. fucking eyes out. This was more screamy, jumpy, shock, shock value-ish. Yeah. Not straight, gory, lose your mind crazy. When they finally got down to it and the, the daughter's eyes turn white and they give you the backstory, the really kind of loose backstory. And I thought that he had admitted to killing her. And then he was like, oh, and then she got into a car accident. Earlier, he'd said it was an illness. Yeah. He kept saying it was an illness. But when he tells the story, she was just off the hinges. She was losing her job as a teacher. He had to take care of the kids. Um, apparently, he was going to file for a divorce and ask for custody. That came out. That was also one of the better performances in the movie. Was when yeah, he, uh, he broke him. Yeah, when he tells him what happened. The professor like, broke the dad. It was a moment of good acting because fucking Rick Gonzalez fucking failed in this. Yeah, he his he, dialogue is fucking wooden and clunky. He didn't have the right relief role like he used to have. He was really good with the kid. That's kind of phony anyway when people talk to children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he'd be like delivering dialogue and it was unedited. So there wasn't cuts in between lines or people's reactions. And it was funky. Rick Gonzalez needs an editor. Well, it comes out, you know. So, yeah, the wife, he caught the wife in bed with another man. The fucking the illness really wasn't a thing. But apparently the ghost saying, take your hands off of her. And there's even the scene at the beginning where he sits on the couch next to his daughter and she's like, eh. And did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. And so they they did lead me to believe that he like had sexually assaulted her. But then she starts screaming for him like, dad, help me. When she's coming out of whatever dark place, she's she's like, dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I felt like they were trying to convince you that she'd been in like a fugue state the whole time or something. I don't know. A lot of loose ends. Yeah, this, How did that picture get hung upside down? Did somebody take the uh, the wire off of it and mount it slightly? <laughs> <laughs> did the ghost do that? Because, I mean, the ghost deleted a picture off a computer. Just and one. then slammed the laptop. Not all of the pictures. The ghost did delete one Just picture. Just the one that didn't want to get out, the nudes. <laughs> like, that's on my OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> the AC is broken and it's hot in here. <laughs> no. Um, the AC was broken. The AC was broken at one point. I kind of wondered if it broke in that shitty apartment they were filming in, and they were just like, "We'll just make part of the movie." Why? Uh, yeah, you O'Keefe guys are sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> in his fucking suit. <laughs> you know, overall, I've seen some really good handheld movies. Rapey Mother Ghost is, is was not my favorite movie ghost. No, and apparently wasn't even rapey at all. Which I mean, good thing. Yeah, was she trying to signal a rapiness? And with the hand up the thigh, trying to implicate the if dad? that was the mom spirit that wasn't a spirit. Such a soft daughter I have. 
I like the thigh. <laughs> the inner thigh. Dad tries to go help. Yeah. Well, the father says that the mother is mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't give any real reason why she became a ghost. Yeah. You know, normally there's the unfinished business. Because then she like wrapped her car around a tree and then the, the kids yeah. blamed me the whole time. Well, always one of those big staples is it's unfinished business. But it was being projected from the daughter carried from one house to another she didn't even die in a oh, house oh and that she was the premise for accident. them taking the boy out they wanted to take him out of the equation to make sure that it was something in the apartment or one of them yeah he but mentioned it's that still almost like i was like you, you took away your golden ticket here you scare that little kid you scare me a little bit you know <laughs> like i'm gonna live through that kid now but you took him out of the fucking equation when grumpy brooklyn granddad came and then we lost the, the little kid. That's pretty much that movie. It had a really short runtime. Uh, they, while it's an exorcism, I guess it's not an exorcism. There was no priest. So I feel like this was supposed to be more of an exorcist kind of movie. And it they didn't do an exorcism or anything. Because also the daughter throws up in her cereal. And then after the girl the... like helps her away after the white eye scene. Mm-hmm. She throws up in her soup or her cereal. I have no idea what time of day. That's after she beats happening. the dad's ass while she's possessed, not possessed. Remember? Yeah, she and then, kicked the shit out of him. Too. Yeah, she fucking destroyed him. So then there's the awkward scene where they're eating. And that's how the awkward scene ends. It's just. <laughs> yeah, she like throws up in her fucking bowl. And then she like smiles at the camera as she passes by. Yeah. And then it cuts to a machine that's beeping in the living room that was called a marco polo machine is that what it said on that <laughs> it said marco polo. okay i saw the thing but i didn't read it because that's when uh the professor sitting next to the dad, oh i rewound because right? i was it was just like beep 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 like across the room but and then, then the little peg was actually stuck the whole time did you notice that yeah that, for sure i was waiting for it to peg but the want, little gauge yeah, what what does a marco polo machine do for maybe it does something with evps yeah but evil dead caitlin was pretty spooky Oh, I like that name, Evil Dead Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. That's tight. Yeah, because she, like she kind of had a Deadite feel to her. She did. You know, she was a little bit like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like the Deadites are always real happy to be there, you know? They're like, ah. And then yeah. it goes all three stooges. No, man, very good. I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fucking awesome. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end of the fucking movie, when she's like floating on like the you know floating the, around the last but she like comes into the fucking kitchen and then they look at the camera and she's still in bed and i don't know what they were trying to get out there it was like a projection she was projecting the spirit not spirit because if the body's one place and then that's somewhere else that's a projection right isn't that the the terminology for yeah. it in these movies in your bio it's going to be like frank explains unexplainable movies to scott oh man <laughs> i've seen enough of this shit it's been spoon-fed to me for a long time now no it's nice to have somebody like rationalize because generally i want to like a movie i never set out to watch a movie and i'm mm-hmm. like i'm gonna fucking hate it well and you told me you're on the fence about this one i didn't think it was a complete waste it was fine as far as like if I had set out to watch like a horror movie, I didn't feel as wasted as you did on Witches in the Woods, where you were just <laughs> mad at the characters and the decisions and all kinds of stuff. But with this one, uh, you can't break through chain with a hood ornament, man. I would have been a little <laughs> bit mad that I picked it, but I wouldn't have been at a total like, you know, I wish it had scared me. Yeah, I'm no expert on those movies, but I love those movies. This one was not the worst. 
It was by far. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't. It's not the worst. There's several that I've turned off. They did not pass the 20 minute test. I was like, this is fucking garbage. Yeah, but this there's is... some really good ones. Okay, uh, so Record was good, uh, and it's a remake with Deb from Dexter. Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine. Record. Quarantine was real spooky with the feeling around in the dark, and there's like a creepy thing. Yeah, in there. big budget. You've got Cloverfield. That's one in a building. I well, like. you know, one of the you I know, like Cloverfield too. The Kickstarter, Blair Witch. You know, some other good ones that you know, if you're interested in those, Alien Abduction 2014. It's creepy as fuck. That one had a scene that it scared the shit out of me. It was just creepy. I mean, the way that they got me, I won't say anything. Yeah. Was the exorcism of Emily Rose found footage? Uh yes. That's the one where the dad was a preacher, right, or something. I get uh the last exorcism and the exorcism of Emily Rose mixed up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh now I don't know if I have them mixed up. Yeah, see those those fuck with it me. It might because, be the last exorcism. Because then there's a, the last exorcism too, which did you ever see that? No. Oh man. Ending was definitely not original, but it fit it was just it almost gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Again, and that's if I'm not mixing them up. Okay, yeah. Um But I like some bad exorcism kind of movies you know I, I love all those fucking christian superhero movies they made with uh patrick wilson what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what uh, the the conjuring oh <laughs> they're just christian superhero movies let's be fair those I'm, are the marvel christian movies i've never heard that they're the, christian I, superhero movies 100 percent. okay well what about it because ever, the warrens those people are pieces of shit in real life that uh, capitalize <laughs> on every little thing that comes along so they made christian superheroes oh, out what of are their names i've seen all those movies so it's like something in elizabeth warren yeah they're really uh like uh, probably getting their names I think wrong conjuring two was that the one with the house the guy in the chair yeah two was the guy in the chair so they weren't there the ghost in the chair they weren't at that haunting they were there for a day a day a day and then oh, they wrote shit. a book and then they took it, credit like they were fucking there and oh. they didn't i still like the movies okay oh wait or is it like ted and lorraine warren yeah it's something like that but never mind it's yeah i liked everyone in it i like the movies what about i hate a... the fucking warrens but that's just me watching ghost documentaries and shit like that well like, the conjuring piece was, of shit the conjuring was like movie theater theatrical release big push you know that i has... like those uh what was the other one that he did <laughs> sorry the, the running backwards one that one was fucking great the running back malignant malignant oh the, with the fucking tumor the tumor yeah because that was different <laughs> oh malignant was different insidious Insid did you ever do insidious oh, insidious got I, me i like with the first daytime shit man where the, there it is like behind her yes oh my god that really what the fun. fuck i told someone about that and it scared them y you i did get goosebumps from you talking because it's like <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't know about that movie we were at uh that's when we lived yeah, at the same duplex. it came on netflix it, netflix and then i watched i was it. like oh what's this and it scared Knowing the that, fuck out well of that me. was the same i was like yeah, that's what i was like same. patrick wilson's fucking in this one too yeah. i'll watch that shit i think it is ted and lorraine sorry it, it is ted and lorraine i can't right. let it go yeah, yeah it came around yeah but i fucking hate him what in, about in real life the taking of deborah logan you talk about that all the time i love the taking of deborah logan i thought it was great see so that's really a good. that's a good one that's paranormal yeah, i like that creepy uh, as fuck the other kind of found footage movie i think they've never really pulled off is the space found footage movie europa report europa report wasn't very good oh you just hurt my you, you love like europa it? report i thought it was pretty good no, I was more for the Schreiber one that came out at the same time. Leave uh, Sphere? Last Days Man. on Mars. Last Days on Mars. That yeah. one was That one's fucking, pretty good. That one was darker. Yeah, I like that one more. They came out like the same month. That's like fucking space zombies. 
Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I dug it. Spoiler alert. You know, Conjuring, big money. Hollywood, big cast, everything. Taking it to Deborah Logan was snuck under. You know, the one alien abduction that I said? I would never saw shit about that. I haven't um, seen that one. I'll have to watch that. There was another one that I saw at 2014, Hangar 10. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I like that one. Did you like Hangar yeah, 10? Yeah. They're out there metal detecting. Yeah, like so that's that. a good one. And then one and I liked all those record movies because there was like record and then record on a plane and record. Yeah. Know? Quarantine 2 is on a plane. They did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. The originals are great. OK. Those found footage movies are good when they're uh, subtitled because they work that way really well because sometimes they have to subtitle it anyway. This one, I thought about putting the subtitles on a few times because the sound was fuck awful. <laughs> like that was part of the reason I switched to headphones watching this movie was I was like I can't understand anything anyone's fucking saying. So I'm watching it in the living room. Olympia's trying to sleep in the bedroom. The dishwasher's going, and it would get really fucking loud. <laughs> like the phone would ring for no reason. The ghost and that was phone calling. Was so old, it had the old school. Oh ring, yeah, yeah. Ring. It was like the the cream colored kitchen phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm With like the clear plastic button to hang up. Yeah. <laughs> One weird thing I noticed, one of my favorite kind of favorite ones was Phoenix Forgotten. And it's it's about, you know, the Phoenix 97 thing. And now Phoenix Forgotten was 2017. I'd also seen the Phoenix Incident, which was 2016. And I've also seen the Phoenix Tapes 97, which is also 2016. As I was taking down a bunch of these that I've seen, I had oh, it's to... It's so weird. Hey, you love found footage movies well, like I... this. You're a found footage nerd. The Phoenix Tapes 97 and the Phoenix Incident were both 2016 and then released one year later is phoenix forgotten in 2017 and they're they're not related in any way they're it's they're all, all found footage movies they're all found footage and That's they are weird. all tied into the actual incident in phoenix in 97 with the phoenix lights are they all different stories yes that's weird man so why were there three of them between two years all have phoenix and they're all related on the phoenix lights of 97 oh that's bizarre man one of the only ones i'm interested in that could be completely there's one called the garlock incident or something like that it keeps popping up on prime for me yeah but it's it's like stuck at 4.99 or 5.99 and i'm like this could be a bust because yeah. i like i've turned off plenty and i don't want to talk about the bad ones besides the bobcat goldthwait there was a bigfoot one scary as shit like it it had a couple jumps it was just because they were aggressive fucking that's what aggressive. i want to footage movie this one fell short because it didn't it didn't get me i want to be got i yeah. really do uh, like i don't I'm not, i don't think jump scares are cheap no i like slow burn horror movies but sometimes i just want someone to fucking shock the fuck out of me there's one of them on amazon that says slow burn it's called raccoon city or raccoon something and it, it's a it, resident evil movie not even <laughs> no but it is a post-apocalypse thing oh weird but it tells you slow burn in the description i'm like well, if you guys are saying it straight up, you know, I mean, yeah. how slow is this slow burn? You know, I watched one. These evil things came out at night. This girl's trapped in a van that rolled over. The whole movie trapped is her. Car movie. She's trapped in the van fighting off these weird night beasts in a in a world where nobody's like living normally anymore. Is it the night breed? It's Nightbreed not, too? No, it's not. Is David night, Cronenberg in it? No, it's not Nightbreed. No, no, no. Is he going to touch something fleshy? No, no. <laughs> but there, there's so Nightbreed many. Nightbreed is the shit. <laughs> In case you didn't know. In case you, you weren't around in the 80s. Uh, we were watching dudes playing saxophone with no shirt on. <laughs> One of my notes for this movie was, keep filming! <laughs> keep filming! Yeah, yeah, at the end of that movie, when they it, left that going... camera so they could do that cheap fucking ceiling crawl. Maybe in 2012, 2011. 
not as cheap to do a ceiling crawl. Uh, uh, and I knew it was coming, but do you want to know the truth? As soon as I saw it coming at me, I hit back on the remote and I backed out. I was just like, it's over. This movie scared you? At times. I ate an edible and this movie didn't scare me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say most people get baked to sit in a dark room. This movie will scare the shit out of you. I was sitting in a dark room. Yeah, dark room, headphones, edible. Didn't get me. You know what? I wanted to be got too. I really did. And he begat him. And- There's a psychological <laughs> thing there because I feel like I'm more likely to believe in ghosts than you. I think you probably are. Yeah. So I, for and me, I've lived in fucked up turn of the century farmhouses and stuff like that. So maybe that's why I'm not as freaked out yeah. by stuff like that. No, some of that shit. Because I it was like, yeah, go in the root cellar. <laughs> Henrietta. Uh, no, no. If you like them, found footage, handheld. This is it's not the worst. It's fine. Yeah, I really think they should have gone with a uh, detective mutton chops that they had in one shot, like at the end when the paramedics come <laughs> and the detective is just sauntering around the the apartment while they're breaking their equipment down. Yeah, I'm like what the and fuck is like, he doing? Fucking detective mutton chops. <laughs> What's he doing? See these giant fucking chops. The falling action after the climax was mm-hmm. fucking nonsense. That Derek doesn't butt. curl. <laughs> I'm glad you liked that. That was fucking awesome. But I mean, we talked about Patrick Wilson so much. Next time we're going to do Moonfall. Moonfall. Which we both want to watch because Roland Emmerich is uh, either an American treasure or a tragedy. (laughs) Either way, I enjoy his movies just about every time for some reason. If it's not for watching a bad movie, it's for watching an overblown blockbuster movie. Which I'll watch. But this uh, that movie seems absurd. And uh, I like it. <laughs> did he do Geostorm? He didn't do Geostorm, did he? Uh, I don't know. I He, he did 10,000 BC. He did that? Yeah. That was him? I'm pretty goddamn sure. You may have to verify so it. So that was a Hollywood movie? And do you know what? I would recommend that as a family movie. I would tell families like on a Sunday afternoon, I'll watch that. You know, when I was working at the video store, a lot of people would come in with their family and then they'd rent apocalypto they were riding that uh passion of the christ wave where they were like i know yeah this other thing <laughs> and then 10,000 bc and then i'm sure there was something else it was in Roland that emmerich uh, no no just oh. like that type of like you're saying <gasps> he directed stargate with spader and kurt russell oh yeah you didn't know that fuck no i didn't know oh, that yeah. and stargate the original stargate movie is fucking fantastic i the tv show will always have a kid who doesn't have cable soft spot in my heart we had so many good times fucking with stargate <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing in his forehead <laughs> <laughs> was mostly being really high in high school but Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.